to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Claire, and today Elliot's not here, so I'm joined by special guest Mats. Hi, I'm Mats, and today we're going to get lost in the lyrics of Lift Yourself by Kanye West. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for updates on my knitting project and for Mads to try to match Elliot's enthusiasm about flags. Okay, Mads, so uh, do you want to tell uh, your story about how you got to be a guest on this podcast? Well, it's it's been a long journey. Um, it all started when I was a child, and I came out of my mother's womb, and I was like, I really want to be on a podcast. My mom was like, you don't even know what a podcast is. And so I was like, okay, fair. Um, so then, flash forward, you know, you know a couple decades later, um, and I meet, you know, some friends named Claire and Elliot, and I'm like, hey, you guys are great. And, you know, we become friends, and uh, uh, Elliot uh, lovingly turns my name from Madeline into Mads. Um, and... You know, and then, I, then as you know, as as our friendship develops, they they develop a podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. And so Claire was like, hey, do you want to be a guest on a podcast? And I was like, absolutely. And then there were just a lot of scheduling conflicts. For, so many, for, so many. Yeah, for se- uh, I'd say several months. Um, yeah, but now, a good two to three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now it's happening, and I'm just really excited to be fulfilling the dream of my unborn self. Okay, uh, so now we are into the portion of the podcast where we talk about the song. So first off, what was your initial reaction to hearing this song, and sort of how did what was yeah I guess what was your first reaction? Um, how did you first hear about it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So. I first heard about it, I think, through the um, the SNL sketch called A Kanye Place, which was a parody of the new movie A Quiet Place, but um, instead of uh, running from the scary monsters that come after you when you talk, I mean, they still do that. They're the Actually, no, they're, they are running away from monsters who attack them for talking, but the, like what's attracting them is that they keep talking about the new Kanye song and, like, playing it, and they keep being like, oh, what? what does he mean? And then the monsters kill them one by one as they all succumb to the confusion around the song. And then, yeah, and then, I don't know, it's just been kind of on my mind. I've just, I don't know, it's it's been a while. I'm just like, what, what is the purpose of this song? What is the meaning? I and Yeah, I think it's possible that I heard of this song in, from the same place. I'm not quite sure. I know it was it was somewhere in the media, either SNL, maybe... Late show with Stephen Colbert, maybe yeah. um like some AP test memes or something. <laughs> like I, I don't know where I heard about it, but it was somewhere in the media, internet sphere. And I didn't really listen to it, but I had heard like rumors of it being like very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mads contacted me. Well, actually, I contacted her about doing the podcast and like, what song do you want to do? And it was either this or Gucci Gang. So I listened to both of them came to the conclusion that the lyrics of Gucci Gang are not appropriate for this podcast. Too much, um, there would be too much censoring. Uh, and not the kind of Elliot saying my last name sort of censoring. <laughs> but then I listened to it, didn't understand it, um, knew that it could make a lot of memes, and yeah, I think that was it. So, let's get into the analysis. The first part of this song is sampled from a song in, that was recorded in 1973 by 
the group Amnesty. It's called Liberty. So I guess we're kind of analyzing that song as well, since half of this song is actually by Amnesty and sampled from them. I, I'd say over half. I'd say 70%. But this, percent. I mean, this is also, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, because, <laughs> yeah, in, in case you don't know the song, it's, you know, this part, you know, pretty normal, like, oh yeah, liberty, lift yourself. Lift your, lift your, lift yourself. Lift, lift your, lift your, lift, you know. But, like, you know, sung, so it sounds cool. And then it plays again, and then Kanye kind of just, you know, kind of interjects. He's like, but they don't really realize, though, this next verse, who's setting us up, this next verse, though, these bars, watch this some stuff go, and he, and so this stuff. And then he actually talks about stuff, as in poop, um... Okay, yeah. let, let's let's go line by line. Okay. Um, let's just go for the first, like, five lines here. It says, Hard to see, ooh, the hang-ups we have today, AA. Said we need to strive for more liberty. Lift yourself up on your feet, let's get it on. Lift your, yourself up on your feet, let's get it on. Then it repeats those two lines. Lift yourself up on your feet, let's get it on. Another, like, five times. So it says that in total six times. What do you think about this? These lines. Um, I, I think. Okay, so hard to see the hangups we have today. Um, I you know I'm not quite sure, but you definitely from the like lift yourself up on your feet. Let's get it on yourself up yourself up on your feet. It's kind of an exhortation. It's like it, it's kind of a, a call to action. Um, mm -hmm. also. The thing, like the hangups we have today, said we need to strive for more liberty. That kind of hints maybe this this call to action isn't coming from. It, it's not quite genuine. It's like, well, they say we have to lift ourselves up. It's interesting. Know? Um, for those of you who might know both of us, we did a presentation in APUSH about um the anti-war movement of the Vietnam War, and 1973 was like the height of that movement, basically. So it's interesting that here he he uses this song that if you look at it one way could definitely be seen as like an anti-war strong cause, song because they're like there's there's hangups about like getting into this movement we're needing to strive for more liberty more freedom not being drafted for mm, example yes then it's interesting that Kanye is using this song in particular that ha has a bit of an anti-war message with the current political climate, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there, but, like, and also that it's, that it's kind of an active, it's an active song. It's, yeah, it's the, a call for a, to action. Yeah, yeah, it's like a lift, it's directly addressing the, the listener. Um, yeah, and so I, just a little more background about the song. So when, so Kanye actually announced that he was going to release this song on his website and through a tweet where he said that so i can't remember the guy's name but basically this talk host kind of criticized kanye for his support of donald trump and kind of weird conservative ideals and then kanye said in the tweet hey that talk show host this is all the closure you've been wanting and so then he comes out with this song and it seems it seems as though he's like he has this mess. The, the first part, he has this message that he's giving, but then he kind of says he kind of subverts it. He say they don't really realize though 
this next verse, this next verse, though. So he's kind of putting more of the focus on what he's going to bring to the song. So what he says there can kind of be could be seen as his as his um, reply to that talk show host. Yeah. Um. So for clarity, um, she's talking about the part once, um, the lift your the verse from Amnesty's Liberty is over. It goes lift, lift your lift your lift your lift lift, and then it comes back to hard to see. Oh, and then Kanye starts interjecting and he interjects um these four lines, but they don't realize really realize though this next verse this next verse though. These bars, watch this, some stuff go. And then he comes in with what has now been become a bit famous in the in I, I actually I would go with infamous. Yeah. He says poopy de scoop scoop diddy whoop whoop de scoop de poo poop de scoop de scoop de whoop whoopity scoop whoop poop poop diddy whoop scoop poop poop scoop diddy whoop whoop diddy scoop whoop diddy scoop poop. And in about that tone of voice as well, I would say. Yeah, and um, yeah, and he, but like, it, it, he kind of varies his inflection slightly between each iteration of the phrase, and so it kind of it kind of seems like that he's like reading off a script, but he's like trying to kind of do like a cold read, so he's like, oh, I gotta like, uh, very, I gotta say it differently. So there is this sense of like, there's kind of this like detachment, like he he is saying it. But you, you do get the sense that he is, that he's aware that this is just gibberish and he's like, yeah, it's just gibberish. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> Either that or that he hasn't seen it before and it's being placed in front of him and he's like, what am I reading? But he keeps reading it and trying not to laugh in a way. Yeah. Sort of like that incredulousness of like, what what's going on here? Which I think is um, kind of accurate in a way. Maybe like if he's trying to do something like, comparing the two mm-hmm. eras yeah it seems like this first like as we've kind of said before this first part seems to have this kind of th- this message and it seems serious and the the second part just couldn't be more different i mean we go from like a oh there huh what does this mean i mean like it's a call to action and like there's you know it's about lifting yourself like liberty and then we go to just the complete opposite just utter nonsense he, he seems to be kind of saying with that like this that stuff doesn't even matter like i can i can just i can literally just throw in some gibberish on the end and that's what you'll remember mm-hmm. like that that's the song you don't even yeah. care about that other part also like if we take again the when these two songs were created 1973 was, I believe, the height of the Watergate scandal. Mm. And um, if anybody has watched John Oliver, you might know that he refers to the current political situation as stupid Watergate. Mm. So if you take this, um, you have an empowering song, Lift Yourself Up on Your Feet, Let's Get It On. And then you have Poopty Scoop. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, there's the first one, and then there's like the kind of weird, stupid version of it. Yeah. Very, hmm, very astute. There, yeah, there could totally be some, uh, I, I don't know, some, like, era-based commentary. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, or yeah, or maybe he's saying, like, th- this could also totally be a commentary that's, like, this gibberish now is, like, our equivalent of, like, that meaningful message. Yeah. Like, we used to have these meaningful, or, y- you know, like, calls to action, 
this is what we have now. It is neither a call to action, nor does it have any meaning. There's no reason for liberty these days, you know? Except in having no meaning, we've made it have meaning. So, like... Exactly. Maybe the meaning is that it's supposed to seem like the world has no meaning, which is kind of a paradox because we're finding no meaning in a meaning. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, you know, honestly... I mean, I, I just, I kind of think Kanye should get the Nobel Prize for Literature. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> this, the literature of our time. Coop-de-scoop. Scoop-diddy-whoop. It's like that time when I recited Ice Ice Baby. Oh, yeah. It's a very great song, you know. It's, it tells the wonderful story of the Odyssey. But if you say uh-huh. it out loud, you have you end up saying Ice Ice Baby Vanilla a few too many times. Yeah. Just in a speaking sense. Yeah. As a song, great song. Great song. Props to Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure if this would be too close of a reading, but I feel like, given that we've kind of established that like that this poop-dee-dee-scoop part has some kind of backwards paradoxical meaning, that maybe there's meaning in, like, or maybe there there's something about the actual words, like, poopy- and, like, scoop. I mean, do you think that there could be any more meaning besides the fact that, like, that poop and scoop rhyme and a whoop? whoop. Um, I think, in a way, the I feel like a lot of these words are words that we might associate with uh, young children. Like, mm. it, I think this was in, like, Diary of a Wimpy Kid or something. Yeah. There's this part where um, Greg Heffley, the sixth sixth grade brother is talking about how his three-year-old brother is like it's okay if he says like poop and pee and all that like sort of potty language but once you're like in sixth grade and saying that it's kind of frowned upon so in a way it's like before that might have been frowned upon but now like he can come out with this song that's like basically like this gibberish baby talk in a way Mm -hmm. and like who cares it's fine yeah, and then also, going back to our previous uh, analysis that it's kind of a commentary on the state of our nation, he, he could be he could be parodying kind of the, 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 nas- the current rhetoric, which is, you know, maybe very simple, or, or, or maybe he's kind of doing an ironic parody of himself because he doesn't really make sense either. So he's kind of like, like, you guys say that this stuff doesn't make sense. Here, it, like, it doesn't not... A- it not only does not make sense, it's a child speaking. Mm-hmm. I am a I child. Think, <laughs> I think also there's, um, there was like a movement going around that we should elect Kanye for president. Uh-huh. And in a way, this is, this might be his way of saying like, hey guys, don't elect me because this is, this is my version of uh, artwork, poopy dee scoop, you know? Yeah. Like, when I am given the opportunity to bring something new to a song, this is what I come up with. Like, you guys are stupid. You want this for your country. (laughs) Yeah, like, when I'm, yeah, when I'm given the opportunity to reflect on liberty in our country, this is what I come up with. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, yeah, maybe it's just really just a way of asserting his individuality. Like, who else would do this? He's kind of like, I'm gonna do something that, you know, no one else would ever think of, not just because it's, like, random, but because I think it, like, this, like, I feel like this is true to me and my own, like, and what I think, you know, is uh, interesting, you you know, like, I don't, I think that, like, a lack of meaning is 
or you know like gibberish is interesting and so here it is and guys don't like i yeah i basically i'm not sure if it's like a super clear like don't elect me but i feel like by making it he is also making that statement it's like adding to the the cause of don't elect kanye 2020 exactly um i think also in a way i i kind of forgot what i was gonna say but um it was i'm just gonna do that until you it's not really helpful um yeah definitely lost that thought (laughs) maybe maybe it'll come again i don't know (laughs) yeah right (laughs) this song is i'm not sure how this is to actually analyze because there's not really that many lyrics yeah yeah i feel like it's more the analysis is more focused on the structure and the yeah and and the perhaps more of the the purpose or or you know the context rather than the word choice yeah because the kind of the one of its defining characteristics is that the words there aren't many and they don't mean much Oh yeah, now I remember. It was about um this could be a reflection on how celebrity has evolved in our uh world. Like um sort of our traditional idea of celebrity is that you know the celebrity will have an agent and it will be very much um a curated profile of what this person is and they often like aren't allowed to like you know say whatever they want because they need to keep up this image to retain their celebrity status. But in this case, Kanye West comes out with this complete gibberish. He's, um, like, had some tweets that he sent out that many people don't agree with and find disturbing or offensive. Yet, at the same time, he still holds a very large celebrity status in the world, and he hasn't really felt many repercussions for that, other than, I suppose, the publish of this song. Um, but I think just the fact that this song exists is a reflection on the evolution of celebrity in the world. Yeah, and maybe part of this song is also part of that evolution that he was like, we've been going there, but he, but Kanye was like, let's make this even, let's like concretize this. Like, let's make yeah. a song that just like sums it all up or, or you know, that like mm-hmm. just so clearly yeah, uh, like the, yeah. the song itself doesn't, but like the aftermath of the song, exactly. and it's somewhat popularity, or at least yeah, I think it actually did I mean, pretty well. Commercially. Yeah, I don't, I don't know of anybody who has bought it or really, um, but I'm assuming it did well since it still exists and there hasn't been extreme fallout as far as I know. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I know it's been this. It's been a sub the subject of a lot of memes. Um, yeah, memes, SNL skits. Like it's definitely worked itself into pop culture, even if it hasn't been a song that people have been playing on repeat or anything. Yeah, so it, like it's made itself onto this podcast. So. Exactly. Yeah, like that. That kind of further, you know, develops like our analysis that it's not really a song. An, a song. It's more of like it. it it's true purpose is to it has it fits in a different place in our society it's not music it's not you know it's more of a statement exactly than than like a a piece of art i would say because most of it is from the artist amnesty and the part that kanye does perform um i won't say sing 
honestly, I I hesitate to even say rap, is gibberish, mostly. And it sounds like he is just reading it for the first time, which is not how most music sounds. Yeah, I just looked it up and it made it to the Billboard Top 100. It's doing well. <laughs> sure. Is that is that all? No. You think no? I more? just thought of something else. <laughs> um. So I think just maybe another part of this already very complex commentary that I'm sure Kanye was doing completely consciously is there's maybe there there's something there about like uh, about originality and like you know creativity and authorial like like. Because cause mm-hmm. basically, because most of the song is this other song. I mean, to call it a sample, I, I think, is kind of understates. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's not a sample. It's like the whole thing. Yeah, like, Ice Ice Baby, in Ice Ice Baby, it's, there's parts that are sampled. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the beats from others, but the lyrics aren't taken. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's actually basically, like, I haven't, I haven't heard Listen to Liberty, given. Um, but it's like a whole chunk of the song with the lyrics and everything. Yeah, because Kanye does he does subvert it at the end. You know, as we've said, like he he said he directs the focus to his own gibberish. Um, but he keeps the beat and he does give it its time to shine. I mean, he could have just had a couple lines and then come in, but he he kind of he he like I said, he gave it its time to shine, and so maybe. He's saying, he's also saying that, like, you can kind of steal this, You like, you can steal a large part of someone else's work, maybe. You're not steal it, but you can use it, and then you don't have to add much to make it different. And I mean, because, like, that's so true in any kind of art. It's like, yeah. nothing's really original. Yeah, I've heard, like, something about nothing is really original, everything is taken from something else, like... Even if you think it's original, you yeah. can, like, trace it back, this idea, then you can see how um, it's been going on forever. I think I watched a TED Talk on this about some guy who was doing blackout poetry, mm-hmm. where you, like, um, get a newspaper or something and you black out words other than the words that you don't want and then make a poem with the rest of the words. And apparently they, like, did it back in, like, the 1700s or something. So it's like... And there's a, the whole this whole history of it. So it's sort of like that and. In a way, maybe it's a commentary on, like, you can't do anything that's really original unless Mm -hmm. you, like, go totally out of the norm and make no sense whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, even when you are doing that, it doesn't have as much of an impact unless you've already stolen something. Unless you've set the status quo. Exactly. Of normal, like, just taking somebody else, well... Not even, like, usually people won't take somebody else's song exactly, but, mm-hmm. like, they'll use the same themes or use some of the same lines, like, cliched lines. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want if you want to read a good work on cliched lines, George Orwell's <laughs> Politics of the English Language. Wait, no, Politics. Wait. And the English mm-hmm. Language? Something. Look up yes. George Orwell, Politics, <laughs> English Language, and you'll find it. It's a great yeah. essay. Yeah, and it seems that... Also in this song, Kanye has kind of, he, he's like unblurred that line between creative, like originality and like what you've taken. You know, like, like you said, even if something, like in, in most art, even if you, if it seems original, it, it has, you know, various different influences it's kind of all mixed together. In this, Kanye's just clearly separated them. He's kind of surgically removed them and said, like, here is what is in every song. Now you can see it. Like, it. You know, yeah. like, this is what every song is. Here's um, this, what is, here's uh-huh. my addition to it. 
usually they would be yeah. melded into one. Yeah. Uh, like, lift yourself on your feet, hoopty scoop, let's get it on, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. If you were to meld it. A normal artist would have had the poop diddy scoop filtered throughout. I can't, Kanye is. And Kanye separated Kanye the separated two. them. I mean, yeah, the any, amnesty part and then his part. Any normal artist would have just, would have seen amnesty and said, oh yeah, obviously poop diddy scoop, but it's gonna be, I'm gonna have hard to see, ooh. Poop diddy scoop. The yeah. hang ups we have today, AA, scoop diddy whoop. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's the logical route, but, you know, Kanye does his own thing. Added in sort of like a beatbox behind it. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of that sort of thing. But no, this is, this is truly separating the this is, influencer from what the artist has gotten out of it. To show that they are ultimately separate. Okay, so yeah. now we have like probably a good five different meanings of this song yeah um which one do you think is your favorite what you think the song is truly speaking of i think it's mm, uh, it's kind of it's like an ironic self parody of the no okay because like i mean because you could say that he's kind that he's commentating that's the right word mm-hmm. um on the national climate but like he is part like or you know the like very simplistic conservative rhetoric but like he's part of that so he's not really criticizing it he's also part of the celebrity exactly so he's and he's part of taking stuff he's exactly. part of all of it he's, he's part maybe the song itself is also an act of splitting things in two. Mm. Splitting Kanye from, like, splitting uh, the person of Kanye from his beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, because his beliefs are echoed in the world, but, you know, yeah, like, Kanye's Kanye. Kanye is, yeah, Kanye is Kanye. Kanye doesn't diffuse, you know, Kanye's beliefs may diffuse, but, you know, yeah. so, so he's, like, like separate, so he's, separating the work from the artist sort exactly. of thing like how some some people feel like they can't really do that like if the author of a book or something has like done some stuff that they don't agree with they won't be able to read the book but Kanye saying like hey even if i've done something that you haven't agreed with you can separate them like we have that ability to separate the artist from the work the influencer from what i've taken from it mm-hmm. like your different opinions and stuff like they're separate things they they don't need to like always be in itself yeah and by critic and kind of criticizing his own beliefs he's kind of he's kind of affirming that that duality he's criticized like i can criticize this bully or you know ki- i mean slyly critic subtly criticize a belief that i hold because my beliefs are different from you know me mm-hmm. so yeah yeah there we go there, that's yeah. the meaning that ties them all together. That yeah, because <laughs> you have his i his political views, his celebrity status, mm-hmm. his um, work as an artist, and he's mm-hmm. trying to pull them all apart and say like, "This is me, and I'm all those things, but also I'm just a person. I'm not any of those things." Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and that's the meaning of "Lift Yourself" by Kanye West. It yeah. actually has one. Yeah, if anyone ever asks you, ah, what does the song mean?" Just it's a deep political statement yeah. on well, not even political. Oh uh, no, it's yeah, no. it's a deep <laughs> statement about society and how it works and how 
we, I guess, interpret it. Yeah, that, that, then they'll be like, wow, you're smart. And then you'll be like, no, I just listened to other people talk about it. And then you'll But you, and have, to, you'll you have to hang- plug our podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll hang your head in shame and quietly send them the link. Yeah. Or just tell them about it or start playing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, just just get hang the, your- get the word out. Here, here's tell how it goes. Tell people to listen to our podcast. Great summertime. <laughs> here's how it goes. Hey, hey, Billy, what does uh, Lift Yourself by Kanye mean? Oh, it's a deep commentary on our society, you know? Was that your original idea, Billy? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, Billy! It, I heard it on a podcast. It's called Lost in the Lyrics. You should listen to it. It's on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Okay, I'll consider it. Sends link to Joe. <laughs> listen to it. Continue sending link. Oh, wow, this is really good. I see where you got that. <laughs> the end. Listen yeah. to other episodes, too, of course. Yeah. Send them other episodes. Send them a link to each episode. Yeah. You know, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Okay. okay. Uh, are we ready for the knitting and flag stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, do you want to start with flags? Or do you want me to do knitting first? Uh, you do knitting first. Okay, um... I have no idea what I should talk about, really. Um, I've done a lot of knitting since it's been over a month since I last podcasted. I guess I can talk about a hat that I made for Mads. It, yeah. It has um, a purple band on the bottom and then gray on the top. And then in the middle, um, it's white with um, black musical notes that are a line from Hamilton. Um, The world turned upside down. Yes. Yes. Um, Sometimes I forget my own knitting. Uh, (laughs) How could you? That must have taken so long to, like, get the... But I guess as you're knitting, you're not associating the stitch with, like, a knot. It's more that I've done so much um, Mm. knitting as well. And, like, sometimes Hamilton lines kind of blur together in your mind because... They have the same melody and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm all. I also made a hat recently. It's blue, um, kind of large-ish on the larger side. Like instead of like fitting snugly to your head, it's more floppy. Um, whereas the one I made Mads is definitely more of a snug-fitting hat. I'm currently knitting a laptop case. Fun story. One of our teachers wanted to me to show it to him when I'm done. Honestly, I probably won't do that. Okay. Um, and, yeah, that was a thing that happened with my knitting. Um, also currently making a hat because I had to, I had to take, well, I, I went to a couple of graduations last weekend. And so, you know, when there's somebody graduating, you have to be there early, like, to get a seat and everything. And so you have, you have to do something past the time. So, of course, I want to bring my knitting. But um, a laptop case that's red and black polka dot is a little <laughs> bit hard to bring places. So I started a hat and am knitting that. It's a purple hat. Yeah. Do you have any commentary on flags? Oh, yeah. Um. So my favorite flag is a pretty well-known flag, I'd say. It's pretty simple. It's just one color. It is often seen on stage. It is red, and it is featured in only one line of the 
iconic musical music. <laughs> I gave it away. No musical less miserables. Um, I think they say the flag of freedom high. Um, but like they wave it, you know, and yeah. I, and you know, I just and I mean, like I feel like it's supposed to. It's just supposed to be like a, you know, and Angel Rass waves it and is like freedom. Um, but I think that there's a country called Freedom, personally, and it has just a a, a red flag. I I think, and I, I'm, I'm like I'm like ninety seven percent like, sure. Red flag. This isn't a country. Turn away now. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. It's like yeah. Greenland. Um, where it's like they named it Greenland, even though it's completely wide and covered in ice, and mm. like the name Freedom itself is a red flag to a dictatorship. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, let's just not do it. So, today we got lost in the lyrics of Lift Yourself and learned that it's a big social commentary. Just tell all your friends about it and plug our podcast while you're at it. Thank you to presumably Kanye West for writing the Poopy Scoop part and Amnesty for the rest of the song. <laughs> Kanye also performed his uh, cold read of the Poopy Scoop part. And this podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I'm usually the one who you interact with on social media, if that happens. If you have any questions for Claire or Elliot, or would like to suggest a song for them to analyze in the future, you can find them on Twitter at LittlePod. L-I-T-L-Pod. Okay. Or by email at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get lost.